0: Today, we're talking about using Facebook and Instagram for your product launches. And to discuss this with us is Derek Vidal, the founder of Social Bamboo. And Chris, this is pretty interesting. Just the the way that he structures basically a giveaway um, on social media, but it's it's not like a search find buy giveaway or a rebate or any of that. You're basically using social media to promote a contest giving away your product in the meantime, capturing a ton of leads, ton of emails, people interested in your product that you can market to later. Uh, But there's a lot of really neat strategies that he laid out in this conversation.
1: Yeah, you're building hype around it to kind of help build your organic ranking on Amazon, Uh, build that trust with these uh, followers and and get people to like your page and follow you and email and you can follow up with them. Uh, So it's just Mm -hmm. building a list. Yeah, and he talks about how to keep them warm and how to keep them engaged for your next product. So, really good. This is this is part of the Amazon business where you got to be a good marketer. This is part of that. So, yep. this he touches on it a lot here on, on how to get that started.
0: Yep, and Derek can teach you how to do it. Uh, he can show you, and he can also guide you through the entire process. So he offers a lot of services to help you out for your next product launch. All right, everybody, we are going to be at Prosper in Vegas next week if you're listening to this right now and it's it's march 8th when this is going out uh so we'll be there in a couple of days next week we'd love to see you there so please don't be shy come up reach out to us start a conversation we'd love to hear your story love to chat about e-commerce and amazon with you at prosper so we look forward to seeing you there all right let's jump into our conversation with derek What's up everybody and welcome to episode 190 of two Amazon sellers and a microphone brought to you by Solozo and Netrush. And today we are really excited. External traffic to Amazon, hot topic, it's huge. We've talked about driving Google advertising. Uh, We've talked about influencers. We've talked about a lot of different things that are super important now. Amazon wants it, it helps you, they give you a boost. Uh, when you drive this external traffic. And uh, we're going to specifically be talking about uh, Instagram, you know, especially for product launching, how Instagram can help drive traffic to your listing, generate more sales, help you get that boost during that ranking period. And today joining us to talk all about this is the master, Derek Vidal, the founder of Social Bamboo. What's up, Derek?
2: Hey, what's up, guys? Stoked to be here.
0: We are too, we are too, it's, it's nice. Uh, we spent a lot of time talking about the ins and the outs of inside Amazon's platform and things you can do for like listing optimizations, et cetera. But it's really nice to talk about additional ways to drive traffic, cause you gotta get creative. It's, it's a competitive space um, and you gotta get eyes on your product. Um, so we're very interested to, to hear just not only your story, how you came to um, what you're doing now, but just about tips and tactics to actually execute on an Instagram strategy for driving traffic. So, welcome to the show, Derek. Before we jump into everything, how about a little background on you? How did you get into this space? You selling on Amazon, you know, etc. You got yeah, yeah.
2: We we almost got into it before the interview started, right. and then we're all like, right. all right, hold on, we'll we'll save this get the, the backstory. So, uh, I started my entrepreneur career really in direct sales. Uh, in college, I was uh, selling Cutco actually. so I did that for seven years, just full-time, uh, commission based only and got really used to just working for myself there. So uh, just kept doing that after college. Then I started an e-commerce company in the aquarium space, and uh, that was actually based around an invention that we had in that market and we were trying to invent an original product and after two and a half years, we realized that it was it did not solve a big enough problem. Is really just to put it simply, right? The only reason a company uh, doesn't work as long as uh, you know you're working and doing the marketing. If it doesn't work after that, it's probably just product doesn't solve a problem. So we had to pull the plug. But while we were inventing that, uh, went crazy and private labeled a bunch of stuff on Amazon, did some drop shipping, affiliate marketing, and really just dabbled in everything online marketing at that point, and then one day i was uh driving around wishing that i could learn more about instagram marketing and since i was a traveling salesman at that time i had to do all my learning from podcasts and uh, search for a podcast and just typed in instagram and like the all the podcasts there it was like the last episode came out six months ago and you know it was like they had four total episodes and i was like what is going on right now i just typed in instagram on apple Podcasts, and this was january 2019 and uh, I couldn't find anything. And um, I was like, I've got like 40. I had like, actually, I had like 20,000 followers at that time. So definitely not the most like qualified person. But I had a 20k e commerce Instagram account. And I was like, I can at least like put out some basics. Uh, you know, I can at least cover how many hashtags how what time of day should you post and start answering the basic questions like that. So I, I actually started it that day, like a couple hours later, I'm like, I'm, I'm doing this right now. So I like downloaded anchor um, and just like st- started recording on my phone, recorded the first 30 episodes just while I drove around in between appointments. And I called it Instagram marketing secrets uh, at the start of my show. And basically like the first week, if you typed in Instagram, I was already there because my show was called Instagram marketing secrets. So I just started gaining subscribers really quick. And then I started, um, you know, just inventing stuff to sell. And then uh, during that time, actually, is when I pulled the plug on the e-commerce company. And then I just decided to keep running with this and just uh, changed to two podcast episodes a week, started a YouTube channel, and just, uh, you know, decided to own this niche while I could.
0: Well, thank you for doing that. Obviously, if there's no content out there, that's extremely helpful. Uh, for everyone out there. And l- let's go back. There's one to dive in. So you you started the e-commerce. Was that a Amazon specific launch when with that product that you were going for? Or was it your website or Shopify? Or how were you doing that?
2: The one we were inventing, we needed like a hundred K investment. So we were going to try to do, um, man, I can't even Kickstarter. Uh, we were going to try to do a Kickstarter campaign for that. never went through just because we had enough data to know like it's just not going to work for us getting that amount of sales. And then uh, during that time, so I had a a partner with me that he was like a master's in robotics or something. And I met him through my sales job, actually. And he was 3D printing and silicone molding that product. And I was like, okay, I'll establish a following in the meantime. And I just started private labeling uh, random things. So those ones were Amazon FBA specific launches. Yeah.
1: Is this a saltwater aquarium or freshwater aquarium?
2: It was everything. So the the invention was an aquarium smart feeder, a way to feed your fish with an app or with the Alexa device uh, when you're not at home. And uh, we thought it was crazy. It didn't exist. And most people I tell the idea to, they're like, that's awesome. Like that should totally be a thing. I thought there should be an app for everything, right? But like, if you don't feed your fish for like three days, they're probably fine. So like, (laughs) like and they're... 35 cents and they don't have a name so it's not like a big enough problem to like need to spend a 100 bucks on this thing to like make sure every feeding gets in on time it's, in a
1: previous life i was uh pretty big into saltwater aquariums and so you can okay. you can spend some money pretty quick
2: yeah that was definitely the, the mark the side of the market that was willing to spend a lot more money much smaller market and for their food a lot of it's frozen food so it's and they're giving it a, a various assortment so it was like it wasn't like a Uh, everyday kind of flake feed. So I really needed to understand the market um, because I think uh, a lot of aquarists would be like, well, duh. And I was like, I had a fish tank that was just like (laughs) brown water. And I was like, yeah, like I I wish I didn't have to walk over and feed it right now. That would be nice. So like I was, you know, using it as a decoration. (laughs) On
0: the surface, that sounds like a great invention.
2: Everyone I told it to is like, yeah, stick with it. So I was like, okay. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I I only got support from it uh, except for you know, people's credit cards didn't support it.
0: <laughs> so you scrapped that, but in the meantime, you were doing private label in products in the same category. Were you trying to build a customer base?
2: Yes. Uh, All aquarium based products that we we're, um, private labeling, um, mostly just, uh, changing the color of it and putting our logo on the box, uh, sure. is the extent of most of it. Um, and then we found some products that, um, we, we drop shipped as well. And, and really, uh, the market was just a little bit too small overall. A lot of the products are very cheap, very low profit margin. Most of the basic needs in that market are covered and are easily covered by everything at Petco for a very cheap cost. And, um, yeah, it's just, we, we messed around for two and a half years before I said, I think, uh, I think we're doing everything we can. (laughs) I think we like, we got to the end of like, let me hire artists on Fiverr to paint beta fishes and we'll print on demand those. Like we tried everything. So um, it, I think uh, when I look back at that company, I kind of am like step one market selection. I was like, uh, skip step two, build a website, check step three, Instagram ads, check. And I just like went off. I was like, step one, pick the right market. Like I'll decide later. And then I just like, like just, so I realized uh, how important just market selection was. Cause, um, a lot of my marketing techniques were working for people who are listening to my podcast better than they were for me. Um, and, uh, you know, they just had better products. So I really, that's when I realized that a lot of the marketing things I was doing could, could have been done right with the right product.
1: And what year was that, that you were doing all that private labeling and all that? Uh, That was
2: 2018 and 2019 and and half of 2020.
1: Okay. So not too long ago. Not too long ago. Lots changed since then, I'm sure. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So you're helping sellers now. I wouldn't say sellers. Let's just call it e-commerce brands you're helping e-commerce brands now use like get instagram create product launches get social media that's kind of where this is all transitioning to with with amazon fba businesses in the past we were driving a ppc and now ppc is kind of you know cost you know really costly and it can be really expensive so sellers are looking for different ways to drive traffic to their listings and amazon is rewarding that and so social media is something that takes a lot of time for sellers to focus on, and they don't want to do that. They just want to launch new products and try to scale up the Amazon side. So that's where you come in. What are you doing now to help brands scale on, on, uh, on Amazon with, with Instagram and, and other social media platforms?
2: So from running that e-commerce company, there is one thing that worked extremely well for us every time we did it. And then I started teaching it on my podcast and to other people. And it just started working extremely well for all of them. So I just really made social bamboo is honestly all around one strategy that I've just, uh, really tried to master over the last few years, get as templated and as structured as possible. And it's a way to run ads to, uh, not just get, uh, launch a product, but to also launch all of your social followings and email lists in the process. So, uh, obviously, there's uh, with ads, you can just run ads that try to directly sell your product. Hey, it's on sale, 20% off. But if you're an Amazon seller, uh, I mean, your margins are already being cut 15% from the referral fee. Like, it's very hard to run profitable Facebook ads that go directly to an Amazon listing because a lot of profitable e commerce ads are only profitable because they go down like an upsell funnel and everything, too. So, Amazon, if you're like running ads right to the sale, like you're it's very hard to be profitable unless it's a more expensive product. Um, and you're more doing it just for the rankings, right? Um, but also when you're trying to just get a sale right from the ad, that, that's a lot harder advertising to get the customer to buy right then. So what we did instead, especially for Amazon launches or Kickstarter launches, anything where uh, you're going to want to own this traffic in some way rather than just send them there, then you don't even get their email in the end, right? Another way that kind of makes it hard to be profitable running FB ads right to Amazon is we would run a giveaway, but not like an Amazon gift card giveaway or like a compute, like iPad or whatever. We would run a giveaway for the exact product we were looking to sell so that the only people that would enter that giveaway are people who are interested in that product. So if we were coming out with a new product that we were going to launch on Amazon and we wanted to have a really good first week so we could uh, start getting those rankings, um, the few weeks prior or month prior, Uh, If you have like a $100 item, you could probably just run a giveaway for that item. If it's like a $10 thing, you know, maybe spice up the prize package a little bit. Um, But just giving away a prize that is reflective of the audience you want is always going to be a good bait. Um, But to take it to another level, basically what we do is we run uh, Facebook ads where the way that they enter to win the giveaway is just by simply giving their name and email. We don't do anything like tag three friends because they just tag like the free friends that won't like kill them for tagging them in a giveaway. Right. <laughs> and that we don't do like, you know, share this to your story. Cause like who the hell wants to do that? Right. So like nothing like that. It's just name and email. Um, and that's also Facebook ad compliant. Then on the next step, it says uh, you've got your first entry. We'll let you know on this day, if you won. In the meantime, if you'd like to increase your chances to win, you can follow us on Instagram. You can like our Facebook page. You can subscribe to our YouTube. You can comment on a YouTube video. Um, you can, um, give us a, fill out this survey about this product. Cause we're trying to fill out, figure out more information about it before we, uh, list it or, or whatever. What colors would you want to see? Um, anything that your company needs at that time, you just give away in the form of incentivizing an additional entry. So this is where it can, um, really help companies out because you're not just growing your email list. Um, I've had people gain like 7,000 Instagram followers, 3,000 YouTube subscribers, you know, all within a couple weeks. Um, And then we always have an option where you can also share this contest with a friend. And if they enter, you'll get extra entries. So there's a viral share factor. Um, I did one where we got about 4,900 entries and 600 of them came from people sharing it. Um, So we only had to pay for 4,300 and then 600 leads came for free after that. So are you creating
1: this page I'm sorry to interrupt yeah, yeah. you, but oh, yeah. let's say like this funnel page, cause this seems something like a, I've tried in years past. It's an ad to a page to enter a giveaway and then that you click the email and the address is this page like on a, on a website you've already got built or is it just like a, a separate landing page
2: there's actually a lot of giveaway builders out there so you want to use something that actually does this because uh this the custom coding to you know get, give the additional entries and the everyone gets a custom referral link you know i i don't know how to do that so um a lot of these programs out there like the first page is just name and email And then the next page, which Facebook does not scan for um, ad compliance, they only check on that first page. That's where you can say, follow us here, follow us there. Because Instagram doesn't allow that to be in the ad itself when running paid ads. You can only ask for the email, or I believe you could ask for like a phone number too. Um, So that could be the start as well. But then on the next page is where you ask for all the additional stuff and they get the custom referral share link and everything.
1: You got to have a good hook, right? You got to get a good hook to get them into that first page for them to at least submit their information and then you're is the message on the next page, like get more entries by sharing this to your friends or something like that?
2: Pretty much. Yeah. It says like you're, you, you've got an entry. We'll let you know on this day, if you won, um, in the meantime, you can, you know, increase your chances to win through these additional means. And then even over those next couple of weeks, you know, we can still send them some emails to, um, some information about the product that they're about to be sold to some information about, uh, or just, hey, remember to get your additional entries, right? So we have a couple weeks, too, is the great thing. After they've already entered your giveaway sequence, it's going to be a little bit before the whole thing's over. So we have their attention. They're checking on every email they get from us, thinking if it's you know the one announcing the winner or not. So um, nurtured the audience a little bit more. And then on the day that it's all over, you say, uh, we've got our winner. It's this person for the 5,000 of you who didn't win. Thank you so much for playing um, as a consolation, you can get this deal on that exact product that you were hoping to win today. You can 25% off on that exact product over the next week. Here's this coupon, and you give them the listing to your Amazon. If you're trying to launch on Amazon, if you're trying to launch on Kickstarter, obviously you go there. Or you just go right to your website, but this is a way that if you wanted to really direct that traffic over to your Amazon store, then you could do that. Just give an exclusive coupon code for there.
1: Got it. Do you stagger that out? Like if you've got 5,000 entries and you send 5,000 people over to your listing all at once, you know, you could really mess with the algorithm and sales spike, go crazy. Would you stagger that out? Like maybe send like 50, a hundred throughout like a, a month period or something?
2: I guess for the most part, I I, I do it to my own website. So I okay. don't, Um, if, if Amazon FBA, I, I guess I don't know the algorithm that well, yeah. but if that would be a thing in their algorithm, if they'd be like, this is weird. You know, we if it throws a fake traffic flag up to them or something like that would be the only thing. It's
1: just an idea, like uh, maybe you send fifty people over with a different URL, and the next fifty people will go over with another URL, and you're kind of like hitting different segments of a of a keyword here.
2: Yeah. So, are you guys doing the thing where you go to like a listings, like you type type in the organic search that you would want to try to rank on, and then sure. you go to that listings page and then you grab that full URL that has the like the search that it came from mm-hmm. got it mm-hmm. okay cool I didn't know if that was still like a, a tip in the industry or if it, it's a little questionable
1: without. right it's a little questionable like how you how you pull it off uh, you could just say go to this page uh, it could be your storefront page on Amazon and find the product and, and buy it and that's completely you know white hat because you're yeah. not sending them any you're, just, you're taking them to the storefront and then they, they decide what they want to do from there. that That's really neat.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What, what can someone expect that to cost? Like what is the, What are the, what's the advertising expense for Facebook, Instagram to do something like that?
2: Mostly dependent on the market you're in, of course, of the uh, amount of other advertisers. So the funny thing is like in the aquarium one, that entries were like dirt cheap because like no one was advertising to them. <laughs> um, So like the entries would be like, 10 to 20 cents you know so we'd like wow. some like at the at the best um and then there's times like i think mm. the when we tried to do a giveaway for like the beta fish wall art the other thing is like how much people actually want the price right like that prize wasn't as desirable and it was like a buck thirty and we're like yeah like you know we kind of you you can kind of even figure out how desirable your product is just off of like the cost per lead too. um you know a bit from from that um but uh i would say in most markets between seventy-five cents and a dollar twenty-five per entry is the average. What makes a
1: good effective ad? Is it like a you know a standout v- photo? You know, talking about it, or I'm sure video obviously converts really well. But what's a good like ad template?
2: It's really as simple as it can be. Uh, so if the Depending on the product. So if the product is as simple as you look at it, you know what it is. You already want it. It's a yoga mat. I don't need an explanation. Giveaway yoga mat. Like it can be very simple. Going to be less than four sentences, probably in the caption, probably going to be a single image that just kind of tells you that it's a giveaway, the prize value, such like that. I've worked with companies that have products that require a little bit more explanation before the person could even want it. So in that case, like I had to do a video for that one to work. It was like, here's what it does, here's what it does, and you can win one. Um, So it's really as, as simple as it could possibly be. So if they want it already, then you just go right for it. And that's the other thing is I work with a lot of companies that are brand new on this because they're not marketers yet they're not copywriters yet and they don't even know how to sell their product or what the perfect price is or what the best marketing angle is and they would like to just say i'll just tell the customer all of them right like they're just all just they'll just read the whole sales page like the longest sales pages out there um but they, they don't know how to they don't know how to sell their offer quickly yet. Um, So this is a way that it's like, all right, you don't have to be a good copywriter. Just tell them if you want to win this, enter here is the extent of your copywriting right now.
1: What would a seller do? So a lot of like beginning sellers or people that are just starting on Amazon FBA land, the the, the price points like $25 or less. Like that's like the, the sweet spot. You know, I would probably go higher just personally, but you know, a $25 product, uh, how do I gain more like attraction? How do I get more people involved with it? If I'm only giving them the way, let's just use the fish feeder Automatic. If I'm only giving away that, it's not really exciting, right? Like how do I get people to like, what do I got to do? Is it, is it juicing it up somehow? Like, what do yeah, I do?
2: yeah. So let's say you're, you're selling like fishing lures. All right. So they're like 10 bucks. Um, but these are fishing lures that are like for the more basic user. Then you would give a, you'd put together a package of a more basic starter kit. So the prize, as long as it attracts the customer you're looking for that has a problem specific to the problem your item solves, then it will line up. That's more it. As long as the problem that the prize solves is the same problem as the thing you're trying to sell, then you should attract the same type of people that are in that same buying position. So if you would give away just a ton of lures, you can just give away tons of lures, right? You can just all different kinds, or you could give them a basic fishing rod um, and tackle box. Or if you say, no, this is a really legit lure, these are like really expensive, only advanced people would want this. Then you give away a really nice fishing rod or something that would be more reflective mm-hmm. of that person. So I usually say that if the prize is less than like 70 or 100 bucks, is when you spice it up. Or you say, we're picking 20 winners to win this $30 thing. So the Got prize it. value is this much money, right? So Got I it. just maybe more, make more winners.
1: Got it. So the, the the question comes now I've launched this fishing lure product here, but I got another product that is not going to be live for another, let's say 90 days. How do I keep them warm through that 90 day period so that when I do launch that product, I still have the same conversion rate or I have a better conversion rate from that same audience for the previous contest.
2: Okay, so you're saying you ran a contest and it's not going to be live on Amazon for another 90 days? I ran a
1: contest, launched a product, they bought it. I'm running uh-huh. another product. I have another product coming and I want to use that same audience, but I, I got to keep them like engaged and warm somehow because they've already followed me. They're on my email list. What's yeah. a good way to keep them warm?
2: So really, you're just going to want to you know keep coming out with content, however that is for you um, on Instagram. So if you haven't really figured out that part, it's really... Uh, you know, free value uh, is how to get the good likes and everything. But I, I do try to structure my content in ways too that you know is reflective of I'm about to try to sell you in a month. So I might try to handle some objections in my captions and and things like that. I, I get kind of strategic with my posts leading up to a giveaway or especially during it that I'm also trying to handle objections for the thing that I'm about to sell. Um, but then what you would do is you would have them enter the giveaway for that second one. So you still email the list out because you might change all your additional entry steps. So even though you already have their email, um, you can just run them through it again and then they can invite new friends on, on this one. They might, you might have a new additional entry step that they want them to take part of, but now they're going to go through that sequence naturally with all these other people that are going to get the emails that warm them up to that product during the time between they enter and it's over. And then they're going to still get the sale at the end with everyone else with all the urgency built. Um, So really it's just having them participate in the giveaway. Again, Uh, everyone who would want that product would then raise their hand again and enter that one.
1: Besides running ads, sorry, Dustin, besides running ads to generate those leads, what are some like very inexpensive ways to get people to enter your contest without having to run a Facebook ad?
2: yeah so uh leverage every audience you already have is is the first one so if you already have an email list or like you know literally anything leverage that if you have influencer friends that would shout it out for free do that otherwise you can check with influencers um the reason why i typically just say uh the ads facebook and instagram ads is like every business can do it and it's going to work and it's in your control uh influencers um for, for like the aquarium market is actually really good. There is really great costs of influencers that had exactly our following. If you're a local business that's running a giveaway, like if you're a restaurant trying to do a giveaway for a $200 gift card, like a, an influencer in your area that's like 700 bucks, like don't do it. Like it's, it's some markets aren't good for the influencer marketing side, but you can explore any other avenue of traffic. Uh, it, really every single avenue of traffic is is absolutely open. Whatever you have, you start there. Um but influencers I've definitely used successfully in the past. Um and you can like there's some influencers that will simply shout it out to you for free for maybe you give them a product or whatever. So you get resourceful there. Um but the ads is just uh really easy to have control over and that data is much more valuable. So if an influencer sends all this traffic over, you don't really know like who those people were if your in your facebook ad set from you know bass fishing people that live in here in the united states in this age group a lot of times if you're a newer company this data on who your customers actually are is is the most valuable data you can get so rather than trying to guess like hopefully this influencer has it and if they don't like we don't even know what data to go like where do we go from here we just kind of don't really know what to do with it it's better to get concrete data from a paid ad system that will tell you exactly who entered, and then you can you know, form your target audience a lot quicker from there. What
1: kind of budget are you looking at for those ads? Five bucks a day, 10 bucks a day?
2: I'd say, the, the, so I run the giveaway over a two week period. And I say the minimum that I would do just because it takes a decent amount of setup and usually it works pretty well. And uh, you don't want to, it gives you a better chance to be profitable spending uh, a little bit more, like spending 20 bucks, you know, versus a hundred just to use an, uh, you know, really low end example, the hundred bucks is going to give you a better chance to be profitable so that you can actually find enough people to like get sales. Right. So I usually say $500 minimum is what I do this with, which is actually extremely low for most of kinds of instagram facebook ad campaigns because most of them if you're trying to sell the product with like eight different angles with all these different retargeting ads like you're spending like four to five thousand bucks like at least before most people figure out even like which marketing pitch works or which audience guess was right but because they're waiting until they get conversions before they uh, on sales before they can make decisions. I'm just waiting until I get emails um, at whatever cost before I can make decisions. So you don't have to spend nearly as much to find your target audience or to get some results. Um, but the cool thing is you can change that as you go. So a lot of people will be like, how much do I spend? I'm like, just go into it saying like, I'll spend at least 500 bucks because you'll spend at least that much trying to figure it out. Like if it's not working at, and you've only spent 100 bucks, then you know that's the problem. You haven't spent enough to, to know yet. Um, if you spent five hundred bucks and it's still not working, is where I might be like, all right, pull it. Let's like you know uh, readjust. Um, but if you're getting extremely cheap entries, then it's just like just uh, yeah, jack it up if you want to. I mean, you're getting someone to uh, on your email list for eighty cents, and then fifty percent of them are following you everywhere else. So it, and they're like entering for the sake of they want your product, not because they love your content. And that's the other thing too, like these followers are a lot more valuable than the ones that you get. Like if you're a restaurant and you're like, oh, this person followed us because our viral waffle stack house, right? They don't even live here. Um, So (laughs) we'll see if that ever translates to a sale versus this person saw my ad because they live in the area and they entered to win a $200 gift card to my waffle house. Like that follower is a lot more likely to turn into a sale in the end.
1: On the ad side, I've heard like when you sit on Facebook ad side, uh, when you try to pick your targeting and you're doing like detail targeting, I've heard that if you just leave that blank and you don't do all the segmentation and you just do like the bare minimum that, uh, that Facebook's algorithm is smart enough to already target the people that you're looking for based off of your, page or something like that. Is that, is there's
2: that, is that yeah. True? So uh, if you're a brand new business, then like you don't, your page doesn't have enough data to, to go to rely on that. Right. Then you'd want to be very specific. I do still like to be pretty specific. Um, their Facebook is very good at what they do at this point. If you like telling them exactly what you want and not trying to pull any kind of like tactical tricks that some people might do to get like their Facebook ad costs and trick the algorithm or whatever. Um, don't, really work. Uh, like just telling Facebook, like if you want leads, if you want sales, just tell them exactly what you want. Um, But I, I mean, if you're a location specific business, then obviously you would at least do that. Right. If you're, um but you want to put in general interest. Like if you were trying to sell like yoga mats, you'd at least put in interest, like you could put an in interested in yoga, age range, United States, and let it do its thing. Like to give you an exact example in that case, like it'd probably be okay. If you were, if you knew though, that like, we're really looking for uh, like we're trying to sell it like uh, a five thousand dollar yoga trip, though, like a vacation. These are like professionals. Then I would say, like, I really want like very active people. So I'd be like as interested in yoga and interested in yoga meditation and interested in yoga breath work. Like I'd pro- probably stack a little bit more on there. So I-, I like to. I I I think once you get really familiar with all of the little uh, options that you have, then it doesn't hurt to, to do, to give them some, but I know what you're talking about. If you're selling a more general product where like literally everyone in that audience could want, or you're doing something like this, where it's a lead generation campaign, it's a lot more easy to keep the audience general. Um, part of that reason too, is because when you're trying to get a sale on a product, the ad usually needs to show to them like seven or to 10 times or more before they buy when they're going to enter a lead into a contest, they only need to see that ad one or two times because it's just, you know, for free. So if you need to show it to people to seven to 10 times and your audience size is this big, then your ad budget has to be so huge before it cycles back around. So if you're like trying to sell a product, then I actually like to get a small audience and then just hammer that small audience a ton of times with my ad. So there, I, there's a lot of gray space to it, I guess, but um, for, for the giveaways that usually a more general audience got
1: it and and so on the and dustin i know you got questions i'm kind of hijacking this but but on on the ad setup when you set it up there's options on where to to display this ad feed only side video what what do you do here yeah this this one's mostly just
2: a feed because the caption is necessary for them to like know how to enter so um if your ad explains it all and its entire like you can make instagram story specific ones for this um but i i usually do keep it just the feed
0: cool is there a type of product or something that this giveaway setup this launch works better for than others like i mean I'm, i you've probably done a lot of products um is something that's new innovative unique uh really solves a problem do, do they get a lot more um response better conversion on those, uh, ads, as opposed to something that is like a yoga mat. I mean, if a yoga mat, there's 50, I've never
2: ads. done one for that. I don't know why that is my example. Like that is yeah. always my, like, I can't think of anything yoga mat. So like, <laughs> like my, my podcast, like, does he do yoga all the time? Like I always just say, yoga mat. so, um, yeah, like in that case, that would not be, um, a sexy enough product to do it. Um, so And I know there are a lot of more basic products that Amazon sellers try to do versus, like, people who are dropshipping. Like, you're going to need some kind of crazy marketing angle to, like, pull Facebook, uh, you know, ad traffic out versus, like, PPC traffic who just typed in yoga mat. Um, So... The products that someone can simply see and know or not if they want uh, by simply by looking at it, it doesn't require much explanation. Do you have an advantage because you don't have to explain anything except for saying enter to win this thing um, and the prize name is enough. Uh, When that item requires a little bit more explanation, um, I wouldn't say they're at a disadvantage just because, well, what's your other alternative Uh, explaining it and then trying to sell it? Okay, well, you can explain and try to get a lead or you can explain and try to sell it. You can't get around explaining it. So like they're not really at a disadvantage. It just might be a little bit um, harder to write that marketing and their cost per lead might be just a little bit more because not everyone is just like entering it instantaneously. Um, The level at which it doesn't work as well, actually, I just tried this for myself and I've for years I've said it doesn't really work for B2B, but I had never really tried it because I was like, Cause I do like consulting. I like, I actually only do consulting around this. Like I only work with people who want to do the strategy and just hold their hand throughout the whole thing. I just talk to them every week that want to do this um, just so they can't screw it up. Um, and um, basically I tried to do a giveaway for like that consulting service and it works really well for my warm audience. Um, but when I try to do it to a cold audience, like I recently just had my 200th episode of my podcast. So I said, like my, like I always do the giveaway for some kind of reason. Right. Um, so it was like for my 200th episode, I'm doing this giveaway. I even gave like a free course if they entered the giveaway by itself and they got entry to win like all my consulting, um, for a cold audience, it didn't work cause it was just too much. It was like, I'm Derek. I have a podcast. I came out with 200 episodes and then you can enter. Like they like don't know who you are or they don't want your consulting service yet. And, um, <clears throat> Saying consulting services and enough as it is just in it, those two words to to want it. Um, So that was like the line of where I would say like mine didn't work for a cold audience, even though it worked really well for getting all my podcast audience over to my YouTube or to my Instagram because of the additional entry steps. So B2B, it works for warm audience, B2C, uh, then there's not really any restrictions of if it's going to work or not.
1: On that cold audience do you find like just giving them like an ebook or giving them just something where they can consume some content helps that warm up a little bit.
2: That, that works better. Yeah. So like I, I tried to do like a two in one, like I, I wasn't even, I came up with it like a couple days before. I was like, what if I like gave a free course? Like everyone enters also gets this instantly for free. It just made it that there was too many call to actions in the ad. I feel like, so like I have gotten cheaper cost per conversion, giving, d- doing ads, only to that course where my marketing is just explaining that rather than explaining who I am. I have 200 podcasts, I'm giving stuff away and I'm giving away a free course and here's what's in the course. Like it was just too much, um, to, to include in one ad. So uh, B2B I'm still just going, you know, right to my free course rather than the whole deal. That's good.
0: Yeah. Makes total sense. What about, uh, testing the, the creative on these ads. Do you, when you're doing these, uh, are you AB testing different?
2: Yeah. Lots. Images
0: different. Yeah. How's that? How does that look? How do you, you know, how do you cycle? Are you running them at the same time? How, what does that look like?
2: The cool thing is, uh, the, since the ad objective is just like enter this giveaway, uh, that there's not a ton different. Um, it doesn't even feel like it, it's a different ad angle. Really. Um, it may, it, the extent of, how different one ad might look from another is like, if I have one of those more complicated products, then I have like a video trying to explain in one way and like video trying to explain in another, that would be like the most different ads. Otherwise, if it's like a very simple product, um, then it might just be a simple background color switch. It might be, instead of saying enter to win, it says um, giveaway, you know, instead of saying the first line, Hey guys, blah, blah, blah. It says, for our twenty two hundredth 200th episode, like it's just like maybe changing the first sentence, very small tweaks in between the ads for the most part. But I do do, you- do a lot, a <laughs> lot of different tests, like at, always at least, you know, five to 10 different images that are slightly different than each other.
0: And to Chris's point earlier about the following product launches and the next product launch, and if, you're, if you're building out your brand. Uh, Because you have all these assets now, because you have this list and you've got these followers, does each subsequent product launch become cheaper, bigger, more efficient? Is that the goal? You
2: have the organic audience to start and boost it right away. Um, And uh, Facebook, it it helps the Facebook... like the ads algorithm of who to show it to when you can supply that organic audience of its initial entries because you're telling facebook like i want entries for this giveaway and it will look for those types of people so like if you can supply this organic audience at the beginning and it can track all of those then it can already start on a good note so it's uh for that reason it's good um but it's also yeah you just have a, a bigger organic audience every time so uh, that e commerce company, by the time we did want to shut it down, it was actually at 50,000 Instagram followers. And I would say about 30,000 came from organic posting because reach was still a thing back then. Um, now I, I don't think I could do that. We just reposted like viral aquarium pictures, really. Uh, they weren't even mine. Uh, when I posted mine, it would, you know, go nowhere. They're like, clean your water. Uh, but when I would, but the, the other 20k just came from these giveaways. Just every new product we came out with was a giveaway. And one of them we even we didn't even know if we wanted to buy the product or not. It was it was a, a minimum order of10,000 dollars to buy the MOq for this this product. And we're like, that is just a little bit too much with no sales proof because this was not a product that was already selling. So what we did on that one is we ran a giveaway for the first ever one of those products and then at the end we ran a pre-order and if the pre-order could buy us that we would do it and if the pre-order couldn't then we would just give the one winner it and uh and be done with it and then the pre-order i think it did like uh four thousand bucks in sales so we're like eh, like good enough so you know we we put in the rest of the six but it was a good way to test uh with people's credit cards if we even wanted to come out with a, a product before we even bought the MOQ.
0: That's an interesting strategy. That's a really good way to validate before putting that 10K out there for sure. Okay, so like if, if it's me, all of this sounds amazing. Like I would, I would want to do all of this, but as a brand owner, e-commerce seller, I'm wearing like 20 hats. <laughs> this is, you know, what you ran through is, it, it makes perfect sense. But it does take time to execute this, you know. There's the, the setups, the like the testing, the you know, what so this is when I would come to you and say, Okay, take it away, Derek. What what does that look like when you're working with people? What does that relationship look like? And are are you consulting? Are you doing it either or? Ah.
2: I've done all three levels of service on this thing. I I done do it yourself, a done with you and a done for you. The done for you is way too expensive for most new businesses to afford, especially if you're like testing the product. I'm like, I don't even know if this is going to work, but you know, my time investment will be the same and I'm going to do all this stuff. And I really have to, Uh, learn the ins and outs of their market and become their customer you know it's usually at least five figures or more for me to be able to do this so for a big enough company that was well off you know it could probably make sense Um, for the average person though I used to just give a video course but I have people that are like fitness coaches to people who sell soap to people who, uh, are launching their own art store, uh, that do this. And, um, I've done it over a hundred times now. So I know what it needs to look like before it's going to work at this point. Like, um, so I don't do the just video course for people anymore because when they'd be like, I went through your course and I did it. What do you think? I'm like, almost <laughs> like, you know, I'm like <laughs> close, but like, if you just talked to me for 20 minutes, like this thing would be twice as good. Um, And I just realized just for the sake of I want to deliver results every time I don't do it that way either. I just do done with you. So people get the video course for here's exactly what the email should say. Here's exactly what your images should look like. And a ton of examples. Here's uh, exactly the four formats of captions that I found to work. Pick whichever one would fit your product, right? So I've templated it all out. But then once a week, I speak to people throughout the process. Hmm. So I have them share their screen, show me their work once a week. We speak for a bit and then I say, all right, this is what you do for the next week. And then I talk to them once a week. And then I just do, if you need me for one month, cool, two months, three months, whatever. I just do a pay as you go system. And people just talk to me once a week as they go through this. So if they're a stay at home mom with- eight kids and you know, they don't let her have much time and it takes her a couple months. That's fine. But some people are like, this is, I need to do this immediately. This is like my life. And they watch like every video, you know, as soon as they get access. So it's, I just work with people however long they need me for.
0: That's really cool. That's awesome. So tell everybody, how can they get in touch with you? They like what they're hearing? What, where do they do? Where do they go?
2: Yeah. So um, I can give you guys a a link, I guess, to to book a free call with me. That's just how I usually do it. Um, There's certain products that this doesn't work for, um, but most it does. Uh, But either way, I like to speak to people first um, just to make sure. So uh, if you'd like just a little bit more insight on this, you can book a free call with me. If at the end you don't need any more help, no problem at all. But otherwise, if you'd want to continue after that, then I'll lay out the pricing for you.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Send us that link and then we will put that in the description of this so people can can get it real easily. Uh, and they can also go to social bamboo.com.
2: Absolutely. Yep. Find everything there. And
0: then they can listen to your podcast.
2: They they may do that
0: for a fee. <laughs> gotcha.
2: All right. Now for your listeners, it's free. Yeah. Today only the <laughs> uh, <Social> Bamboo <laughs> podcast is free today only guys.
0: That's great. Yeah, everyone check them out. I'm I'm assuming uh, you're on every podcast platform so they can just go search social bamboo and find you. Derek, thanks for taking the time out of your day to join us and share your insights. It's really fascinating. And we'd love to maybe bring you back on later. I mean, this space changes all the time. Uh, you know, who knows, maybe Facebook may, uh, like they did change, <laughs> you not have as much customer data. Uh, and so it's hard, more difficult to target. Uh, so we'd love to just sort of stay up to date with what you've got going on. Keep people, you know, in understanding of what you're offering would be great. Uh, so we'll definitely get you back on. So thanks so much for, for joining us. We
2: really, really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Great questions, guys. This was a, a lot of fun. So, uh, hope your audience got some value out of it and, uh, look oh, forward yeah. to watching it.
0: They absolutely did Socialbamboo.com. Everybody go check Derek's site out. Uh, book that uh, free consultation with them. It's gonna be a lot of good information for sure to help you with your next product launch. Everyone, thanks so much for tuning in today. Uh, if you like content like this, make sure you're subscribing to our podcast. You can find it on every podcast platform. Uh, also, you can see these live streams on Solozo's social media. So Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, make sure you subscribe uh, to those as well so that you get notified when we go live with great people like Derek. Additionally, if you're doing a product launch right now or you're selling on Amazon and you're struggling with PPC, uh, we can help you. Uh, you can go to solozo.com right now. You can book a demo where you'll get on a call with Chris or myself, and we will show you the power of Solozo's platform to help automate and optimize your advertising which you're gonna wanna do in conjunction with all these other strategies like driving traffic from uh, social as well. So saloza.com, book a demo. We will walk through the platform with you. All right, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in today and we'll see you next time. Have a good one.